Hello listeners, whether new or returning, I'm so glad you guys are here and I hope you stick around. Welcome to the Candid Chats podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Sada, and today we're going to be chatting about disappointment, sacrificing control over your life, rejection, and so much more. But before we get into that, it would mean so much to me if you guys would leave a review after you're done listening to this podcast episode because I would love to know what you guys think about this podcast. Also, if you're a note taker like me, I have all these great points that I'm going to be talking about in this episode and I will send them to you. All you have to do is DM me the word plans to the candid chats podcast instagram the link will be in every episode's description y'all i just drank coffee and it's finally starting to kick in so my heart feels like it's gonna hopscotch out of my body and i have like so much energy (laughs) i have no idea where that came from okay a little life update i graduated from high school so i'm officially an alumni which is crazy i don't like saying that word like i'm an alumni from my school hello? I'm ancient. That sounds like I'm ancient. That's just, the word is just so meh. I guess it's cool, but now I'm going to be entering into this new chapter in my life, and I'm going to the university this fall 2023. Super exciting, but before I was like super busy with planning, graduation, graduation party, all of that stuff, applying to colleges, so that's why I took a little break from the podcast, but now I'm glad to be back, and you're probably like, Samantha, why are you mentioning like you graduated and all this stuff like we really don't care well i'm mentioning this because it is literally the base of my message today this is where i got my message from for the months that i've been gone i have learned such a huge lesson and god has shown me so much that i felt like i had to share this message with you guys and hopefully it helps someone out that is literally my goal is to help people hopefully you guys could relate to it maybe it might not be the same exact situation but something similar to it and if i could just at least help one person I'm going to do it. First, let's start from the beginning of the story. So, just to give you guys some context, I am a first-generation student, meaning I am the first one out of my family to go to a four-year university, which for me, in my personal opinion, the application process for colleges was rough for me. It was so different, and I had no clue what I was doing. I kind of had to figure everything out on my own and just do so much research. So if you asked me in my junior year if I had a top school or a university that I've been really wanting to go to, like a dream school, I would have said no. And in my senior year, I figured out what school I really wanted to go to. And it was kind of like my dream school, something that I've been looking forward to. And in my personal opinion, I feel like it's not good to have a dream school. Like, yes, it's good to have a school in mind that you really want to go to, but don't put your eggs all in one basket. Yes, having a dream school does motivate you to do all you can to get into that school, but what if that dream school is not all it is up to be? Or what if you don't get accepted? I feel like it's good to have your mind open to all the possibilities of what could happen because if you just have your mindset on that one school and you don't get accepted to that one school it's kind of like you're setting yourself up for disappointment because you're not letting your mind explore all these other opportunities that are out there for you because there's so many other good schools out there as well don't limit yourself pretty much is what i'm trying to say so i kind of put my eggs all in one basket and i was looking forward to going to the school already making my plans like i was like okay when i get to this university when they accept me this is what's gonna happen and I'm gonna do this on my off days and this is how my day is gonna look like. No, that did not happen. Like, I didn't even get my decision from the school yet and I was over here imagining myself being at that school. And I feel like a lot of us tend to do this sometimes. We kind of picture ourselves when we get there. We're like talking about future things that haven't even come to pass. We're like, okay, when I get there, 
then this will happen and it's like no you gotta focus on the now focus on the moment focus on the present which is something that my pastor was talking about last sunday it was so good it was about being in the moment being in the present and not focusing on the future obviously it's good to have goals and it's good to look forward to something or have plans for the future but don't be so caught up in the future that you miss out on the now and that message was so good it resonated so much with me because i was like that is exactly what i was doing in my senior year anyway i had my top school my second school and then my third school which was kind of like a backup in total i applied to like six schools in texas or five schools in texas but i had like a backup one that i was like okay if i don't get into these top two that i really want to get into then i'm gonna get into this one which is so crazy because this backup school is the school that i'm going to and now i love this school which is so crazy to see how much i've grown since like the past few months and when i was waiting for my college decisions i became so anxious and so worried about the future and one of the mistakes that i did make was that when i was faced with situations like that when i was struggling the first thing i would turn to is for example a friend like talking to a friend or going to the internet to search for answers or going to social media and whether we like to admit it or not that's usually what we turn to we turn to things of the world instead of turning to god first because throughout this whole situation i grew so much closer to christ and i started praying more i started talking to him more like our relationship got so much stronger through this whole thing so fast forward to my college decisions i got accepted into the backup school quote unquote And they accepted me for my major, which is business. So there was just so much opportunity there. And then the two top schools that I wanted to go to didn't accept nor reject me. But I didn't see a lot of opportunity or anything for me there. Like it wasn't going to benefit me in the long run if I went to those schools. And I just remembered in the moment I was so devastated and so sad and disappointed in myself. I had to take a step back and really think about my future, really think about the decision I was going to make because these were really big decisions in my life. And the first thing I told myself, I was like, okay, right now, Samantha, you're not thinking clearly. You're not going to make a decision right now take some time to pray about it, talk to God about it, and then you can make this decision because acting on your emotions is not going to help out. Nothing good is going to come out of you acting on your emotions in the moment. And it took me a while to learn this lesson that no matter how bad it looks, there's always something good that comes from it. Like, what's that saying that they say? They're like, after a storm, there's always a rainbow or there's always a rainbow after a storm. That is so true. So I want to read you guys some Bible verses that kind of got me through this time of struggle. So if you guys have your Bible, please pull them out. If y'all don't, don't worry. I got y'all. I have the Bible with me right here. We're going to turn to Jeremiah 29 11. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Now, I know for some of you guys this might be like a cliche verse quote unquote or something that you see in someone's bio but the power that this verse holds especially especially when you're in the moment when you're in the storm it is such a great reminder that god already has a plan for you like the listeners that are listening to this episode right now you guys God has a plan for you. Whether you see it or not in the season that you're in in your life right now, he has so much good things in store for you and trust me, it's worth the wait. Next verse is in John 13, 7 and it says, Jesus answered him, what I am doing you do not understand now but afterward you will understand. So when I was devastated and frustrated in the moment, 
I did not understand what God was doing. I did not understand what God's will for my life was, but he knew that what I was going through was essential to the plan or the path that he has for my life. I know that I did not go through all that for no reason. There's always a reason behind everything. Trials that you have been through or are going to go through, they're not unnecessary. They're crucial to your plan, to your purpose, and to your story. In the end, you'll see why God does the things that he does. He's going to connect all the dots for you and you're going to see why it happened the way it did happen. This verse also reminds me of like when we were children, when we used to go into the store. You know, us kids, we always wanted something when we walked into the store. For example, little you walking into the store, you see this new toy that everybody has and you really want it. So you start begging your parents for it and your parents say the one word that you hate hearing no and the response that we always get back to our parents is why we want to know why they said no why this happened obviously our parents know what's best for us and it's the same thing with god god knows what's best for us he wants what's best for us so he's like you can get mad at me all you want right now but trust me you will thank me later know this everything that comes from god is good when you read genesis it will say when god created this when god created this at the end it will always say it was good everything that god touches everything that god does every that he says is good. Now I'm going to read you guys a short story in the Bible. It's about Jesus bringing a dead man back to life and it could be found in John 11 32. It says, now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him? But some of them said, could not he open the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Now the first verse in 32 that I read to you guys, I feel like Mary is kind of blaming Jesus for the situation of Lazarus dying. She was like, Jesus, if you would have been here, my brother would have not died. And how many of you guys know we do that sometimes? And honestly, we're like doubting God. And not only are you just doubting God, but sometimes you begin to doubt yourself. When I was in that situation, I began to doubt myself and I was like, oh, I should have done this or I should have done this better. I should have applied to more schools. I should have applied earlier. Maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I'm the problem. And that's where our minds can go into a deep, dark place. And when we're in that dark place, we become a target. We become weak and we become a target to the devil. The devil's like, oh yeah, this is my chance. I'm an attack right here. She's weak. She's vulnerable. She is not strong in her faith. She is not trusting God right now. She's kind of doubting everything. She's at her lowest point. And that's when he tries to get inside of your head, telling you all these lies. And this is where it depends on you. God gave us the freedom and the will to make our own decisions. So that's when you have to decide if you're going to listen to the devil's lies or if you're going to listen to the truth that can set you free and you're going to listen to God. All those worries, everything that you're stressing about, give it unto God. Place it in his hands and let him fight your battles for you. Us as humans, we love to have control over things, over our lives, and there's just some things that we just can't control. We need that help. We need that help from God. And if you need help sacrificing your control, surrendering your control, Here's this thing that I read on the reels that changed my perspective so much on this topic. It said, when you're sitting in a bus, you're at ease, you're at peace, even though you don't know who the driver is. When you're in an airplane, you're at ease, you're at peace, you're comfortable, even though you don't know who the pilot is. When you're in an airplane, you feel at ease, you feel at peace, even though you don't know who the pilot is. So then why are you worried? Why are you anxious in your life when you know that God is in control? And I was like, whoa, that is so true. Of course, we're human. We make mistakes. But the fact that we have more trust 
in a person that we don't even know than Jesus? That's crazy. And like I said, right, we're humans, we make mistakes. So a pilot could crash, a bus driver can crash, but when God is in control, he makes no mistakes. When he's in control, nothing will be out of control. And when you come to God with all your worries, with all your baggage, with everything, he can set you free. Okay, so let's go back to talking about making plans. We have to keep in mind that not all of the plans are going to follow through. God always has some other thing in mind and plans are going to change and that's okay because God's not going to give you something that you're not ready for. Also, while I was waiting for the decisions to come out for my university, I always remember myself saying, okay, God, I trust you and whatever school you want me to go to, I will go to that school. Whatever your plans are, I will follow. And it's easier said than done. And the plan that God has for us, we may not like it. It may not be comfortable. It may not be something that we want, but know that there's something that God has for you there. Instead of being thankful for the opportunity God was giving me, I used to say, ugh, I have to go to that school. There's nothing left. And I changed that from now saying, I am so blessed with this opportunity that God has given me to further my education, and I know he has something there for me. Here's one of the verses that made me realize that. It is in Proverbs 19.21. It says, Many are the plans in the mind of man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And it helped me truly understand and believe that God's plans are higher and greater than my plans. So God's plans above my plans. His ways are higher than my ways. His ways are greater than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. When you start believing that, things will start changing in your life. When you're in that helpless mindset, shift your focus on God. Yes, those things that I wanted felt right, but doesn't mean that they are right. Oh my gosh. So I was doing my devotional this morning and it correlated exactly with this message too, which is crazy how God does things. But I was doing my daily morning devotional and I do my devotionals either on a devotional book or I do it on the Bible app U version. I start Bible plans either with my family and myself or just with my friends. And today I decided to do something different. Hold on, let me grab my phone so I can show you guys. So when you open the Bible app, the first thing that you'll see is like the verse of the day. And the verse of the day was, For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened. Matthew 7, 8. And maybe you guys have heard this verse before, but some people take it out of context and they're like, okay, if I pray and ask God for something, then he should or must give it to me. And that's just not how it works. Which leads me to right below the verse of the day, it says verse of the day story. And I've never like touched it or pressed it. And today I just felt like, you know what? I'm gonna see what this is all about. So I pressed it and it gave me this video of this pastor that was talking about the Bible verse. It was such a great message and definitely such an interesting way to see the Bible verse. I love how a lot of people can read the same Bible verse but get different things out of it. It's so amazing. Anyway, so then I tapped again and it gave me a devotional and then I tapped again and then it gave me a prayer that I can pray and just some other cool things. So I was just like, okay, this is awesome. So when I was reading the devotional, it was talking a lot about prayer. Now, I've had conversations with people where they would tell me, I'm praying to God, but I feel like I'm not praying to anyone. I feel like God doesn't listen to me or he doesn't hear me. And yeah, I could feel like that sometimes, but just know that God hears you, he sees you, he wants you, and he loves you. In the devotional, it says he has three responses. Yes, no, and not yet. And if you feel like the thing that you have asked for hasn't happened yet, then it's probably a not yet or a no. The way that I realized that God said no to what I wanted was rejection. All my plans that I was looking forward to got rejected. 
And I was like, this is something that God doesn't want me to do. And if he doesn't want it, I don't want it. Yeah, in the moment it might suck, but just thinking about the good things that were coming made me happy. If you were to ask me two years ago what I thought, how I would react in this situation, it would be so different. So I just saw my growth and I saw how God has changed me throughout the years and how far I've come. So here are three things I want to leave with you guys. If you guys are struggling to identify what God's will for your life is, here are three things that you can do. Number one, pray. Prayer is so powerful and I recommend you to pray out loud, not just in your mind, but pray out loud. Get it all off your chest. This was a huge impacting factor for me in my prayer life. Number three, get into his word, read his word. If you want to grow closer to Christ, the best way is getting to know him more. The Bible is not just any other ordinary book. The Bible has helped me so much. It's been such a guide in my life and every time I open this book up, I always find something new. I always learn something new about Christ. I always, there's always something I could use in the Bible to apply in my life. It's so amazing and such a blessing that we get free access to the word of God. Did I hold number three while I was doing the number two? I don't know why I did that. Okay, number three, follow the Lord's commands. Now, number one and two come hand in hand and they help you to achieve number three. When you start praying and diving into God's word, he will renew your mind, renew the way you think of things. And when you have that intimate relationship with Christ, God will equip you with the wisdom and the knowledge to make tough decisions. It will be easier for you to follow God's word when you know God's word because everything we do should glorify God and should line up with his word. When you put God first, everything else will fall into place. That is all for today's episode. I hope you guys were able to take something from the message or learn something new today. I'll see you in the next one. Have a beautiful day.